Hey, everyone. It's episode 39. Welcome to the show. The last show for season three. Hard to believe we've already blown through three seasons. At this moment, I don't have a launch date set for season four. Hang with me through this episode, and I'm going to try to get this recorded despite the dogs barking and the cacophony of sounds that comprise a warm Mexican evening. I'm going to try to explain what's going on. Let's get into it. Okay, when the show first began last July, I thought having a format that alternated between guests and solo episodes would offer some variety and still give me the opportunity to do what I love, the solo essays. I love to write and produce those episodes, and I really enjoy composing all the music as well. At the very beginning, I thought I'd center my solo episodes around the creative mindset and personal development issues I might be struggling with or curious about. From the here's what I'm experiencing, what do you think angle? That quickly felt way too constrictive. The danger became making the show too egocentric and self-indulgent. So I pivoted to curiosity. Yeah, let's talk about things like books and places and people that have, as a key component, some sort of transformational angle. If I could connect the story to an inspirational message or a message of encouragement, it could work. But honestly, it always felt a little all over the place. And at times, completely disjointed. But I just kept telling myself to keep going. The show will change and develop over time and tell you with feedback from your listeners what it wants to be. And while many of you have emailed me that you like the variety of having a guest one week and a solo episode the next, as the creator, having such a broad topic base makes it way more difficult to dial in an audience, dial in the direction. When I produce the episodes that I really like, the ones with cryptic or vague titles like The Muse in the Mustard, you guys seem to steer clear. They fall flat. That's what the data tells me. And when it comes to growing a show and extending the reach, which you have to do if you want to grow subscribers and attract sponsors, the saying goes, if you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know what to create. Essentially, if your listener base is all over the place, it'll be nearly impossible to produce episodes that resonate across the board. And that's been the case for the better part of two seasons. It's become more apparent to me in season three. It's been pecking at me the entire time. Something else has changed since I began. My relationship to this show has changed because in the short time I've been producing it, I've changed. I spoke a little about this in episode 33. The Essentials. In it, I talked about Rudolf Steiner's map of human development and the seven-year cycles of life. I mentioned that I felt as if I was in the midst of my own transformation, and to use the exact phrase, I felt as if I'd been hooked up to battery cables and handed a bolt of lightning. No instructions, no mission, just lightning. I've never had so many emails come in about an episode specifically in response to the comment about the lightning. So many of you asked me to talk about it, and the other, for lack of a better word, mystical stuff that was happening. In the episode, I used the word waypoints. I was being given waypoints to direct me through this transition that I felt began Christmas Eve 2022. Because I was thrilled to hear from you guys, elated that the episode resonated with you, I did. I created what was to be episode 35. It was uploaded and scheduled to publish, but I pulled it from the rotation. 
And I pulled it because I felt it was just too close, too personal. I felt exposed. And I know from being in the public space for over 30 years that once you say things, especially in the public forum, you can't unsay them. Once you let people in, they're in. You see, my logical brain tells me to post the episode, lean into the fear, walk the talk. I mean, after all, my message has always been geared toward facing our fears, recognizing and then fighting through the resistance. This is where my brain goes. Do it. My inner dialogue tells me to use it as an opportunity to combat the resistance, practice what I preach. It's all about moving forward. It's just the pain of progress. That's what my brain says. And then I came across this paragraph written by Stephen King, and it caused me to second-guess everything that my brain was telling me. And let me just say that I don't think there's a better statement in existence that comes close to explaining an artist's reticence to share an experience, a song, or a poem than this one. Quote, The most important things are the hardest to say. They are the things you get ashamed of because words diminish them. Words shrink things that seemed limitless when they were in your head to no more than living size when they're brought out. But it's more important than that, isn't it? The most important things lie too close to wherever your secret heart is buried, like landmarks to a treasure your enemies would love to steal away. And you may make revelations that cost you dearly, only to have people look at you in a funny way, not understanding what you said at all, or why you thought it was so important that you almost cried while you were saying it. That's the worst, I think. When the secret stays locked within, not for want of a teller, but for want of an understanding ear. End quote. This was all my heart needed to bolster its argument to pull the episode. Because when it came time to post that episode that elaborated on the transition, the lightning, my sirens went off. No way. I'm not doing it. Nobody will understand. Or, worse yet, they will. But after some thought and counsel from some close friends and listeners, I rescheduled the episode to post. And then I pulled it for the second time. So here we are several minutes into a script explaining and defending an episode that you'll never hear. Seems silly, really. You see, it's a constant battle between my heart and my head, a constant push-pull between the desire to be vulnerable and open, to connect, and the desire to hide under a rock. My heart says, if you're going through a period of discovery or evolution, then just move through it. Discover evolve, but you don't have to tell everyone about it. The world is chock full of toxic self-expression and oversharing. But I created this podcast, and now I've become ensnared in its content. In episode 33, by talking about that transition that I was in the midst of, I opened a Pandora's box of sorts and immediately regretted it. Not only did I share it, I shined a big bright spotlight on it. And you guys responded. But here's the thing. You guys aren't just the listeners. Whether you realize it or not, you're all participants in this journey. The beholder share 
is the term art historian Ernst Grombrich used to describe the experience we bring to a piece of art, what we contribute to the art when we view it or listen to it. Gombrich believed the artist and those experiencing the art were partners in the work because immediately an unspoken dialogue begins about how we perceive it. We ask, what do I see? Where do my eyes go in this piece? My focus. What do I hear? What are my emotions? How does this piece make me feel? What of myself do I see or experience in this piece? And when I produce a piece or several pieces that I personally love and they don't resonate, it causes me to wonder and question the entire construct. Have I gotten it wrong? After a period of time and viewing all of the incredible data we get about our listenership and time spent with each episode, it becomes harder and harder to ignore or discount the results. This is the pain of progress. At least that's what I'm calling it. I mean, let's be honest, we all love to see progress, but rarely love the pain associated with it. When it comes to our bodies, pain is an indicator that something's wrong. If we ignore the pain in our body, it gets worse. In our lives, it's kind of the same. Something needs attention. Something needs to change. And inaction is not a plan. When it comes to the resistance... Using the body analogy once again, we can't grow muscle without resistance, and resistance hurts. The path that leads to that evolution or that transformation we're seeking is fraught with discomfort, and that's hard enough to cope with, let alone sharing that discomfort before you've had the time to process what any of it means. We've all been conditioned to avoid discomfort, but for some reason, I've not had this conditioning. It seems that I run straight towards the discomfort. I seek it out. Starting this podcast put me neck deep into the center of the discomfort, but I figured I couldn't go through this experience and not learn something about myself. And what I've learned over the last year, particularly over the last month or so since episode 33 went live on April 12th, is that my relationship to this show has changed. because. I've changed. At the beginning, I was cool using myself as the vessel through which the episodes developed. It was revealing when I listened back, because as the shows went on, I started to notice that what was being uncovered was me. And when episode 33 happened, it was as if I'd crossed a certain Rubicon, and it now feels as if I'm cracking open in public view, and I'm not really cool with that. I mean, I love you guys, but I learned my lesson years ago about letting people behind the curtain, especially when you don't even know what's back there. And I've never been able to separate myself from my art. I wish I could. So over this little break, I'm going to go back as I have been and look with a critical eye at what's been done already. And from there, try to find a way to extract the most personal aspects of myself and my story from the show while keeping it engaging and interesting for you guys. Fresh and unique at a time when that's really difficult to do that. But it's what fuels me. And I know the personal, intimate stories are what connects with you. But there has to be a happy medium. And this pain that I speak of, the resistance, has an upside. 
It motivates us to examine our process and our perspective. It's just what happens if you're paying attention and openly searching for the growth moments. When we do that, the process shapes the way we move forward, which then becomes the progress. And in order to make progress here, I need to ask and really live with the question, why do we create in the first place? Why do I create? Why do I feel the need to make stuff and put it out there in the world? I create to express, to learn, to grow, to challenge, to experience, to escape, to transcend, to explore, to spark change, to beautify, to provoke, to stimulate, to pass on to empower, to discover, to encourage, to inspire, to heal, to connect, and to make sense of the messiness that comes with being human. What that looks like moving forward, I can't tell you. What I do know is When we do these pauses between seasons, we lose a lot of momentum, and that can be difficult to recover from. I know there are a lot of things out there competing for your time and your attention. If you're on the mailing list, you'll get the updates when the date is finalized. If you're not, you can get on there at themindunset.com. If you've been a supporter of the show, I cannot tell you how much it means to have you along. If you've been wanting to drop us a line and tell us what you think, Now might be a good time. Okay, man. The show will be back, and I hope you'll come back too. And until then, you know what I'm going to say. Be nice. Keep it